Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for checking out the latest episode of the Skyward Cast. I am Joey Craig, aka the Skyward King, here with my co-host, Delvin Cox. What's going on, man? All them dangerous. Ain't too many in bank with us. Straight up, we no angel dust. Label us notorious. Thug ass niggas that love the bus. Yeah, straight to us. Y'all niggas be scrambling, gambling. I'm in restaurants, mandolins, and violins. We just sitting there trying to win, trying not to sin. High off weed and lots of gin. Now, y'all better know what's going us from. That's all I'm going to leave y'all with. Wow, you finally sung a song. I know. That you know. <laughs> notorious thugs, B-I-G. <laughs> well, no. That's a that's a it's a fire song. I yes. love that song. I, I remember back when, I was, that song. when I was too young to actually listen to that song. I, I, I'm pretty sure I snuck the CD and still listen to it anyway, but man, that was those are good times. Let me ask you about that song. Which version do you like better? The original version? There's two versions. Yeah. Cause remember, they basically took that same song and remade it. On a Biggie duets. Oh no! Nah, anything on the duets album I, is is automatically going to the uh, the, the the no no pile, man. <laughs> Have you heard Biggie's duets album? I I heard some tracks off of it, man. It just it's actually I'm, really good. It's it's not that it's bad. It's just I don't know if I would say that I I liked what I heard. Um. It's really good. I recommend you listen to Spit Your Game. That's basically Notorious Thugs, but it's just with Swiss Beat making the beat. And instead of Bone Thugs, it's Twister, Lazy Bone, and 8-Ball MJG. I know Both I heard songs. that. That was, a, that was a single when the album came out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard that mess. Mm. Once again, you know, that's just, it wasn't my cup of tea. And you know, I have to give it another chance. But um, I mean, maybe the all these years later, maybe I like it a little bit more. So, I mean, I'll add it to the list. Definitely add it to the list. And I can't special, believe you actually had a song I, I actually like. Yes. I'm going to have to reorganize the way I do the intro because it having to do, had to having to introduce the guest after the rap it, it seems a little out of place but we're gonna get it we're gonna get it <laughs> we have a host mr eddie v i'm sure you've heard him a couple times on this podcast what's going on eddie grab me your switcher cut it up and fill it with me hit that hole in the head tell it to get in my bed you dang freak yes <laughs> yes <laughs> All right, and, now uh, we're back to where I don't know what the heck that is, but that's uh laying down from a ball LJG <laughs> on the outside looking in, dude. That's a you ain't never oh, dude. If you ain't haven't heard lay it down by a ball LJG, dude, you don't know anything about Suave House in the South. No, like they I were know. they during the during the 90s, uh, because they just came up with a new track out, uh, which is hard. I love that song. I'm like, oh, these mugs are. Are still still got it. And MJG lost some weight and toned up. I'm like, dang, you cut the dress and buffed up for your age. Good luck, MJG. All right. Yeah, that's uh that's that's a throwback to one of those good old high school days. You just gotta listen to it. Uh they got some cuts. Um, eight ball and hello, everybody. awesome. Oh what's up? Yes. I remember the first time I saw their name was on a tape once again. 
it was uh it was on a tape in the uh, near the music I'm not supposed to listen to. And I'm pretty sure I popped it in anyway. Let's just get into that for a second. Your your parents were really like, hey, you can't listen to this music. Yeah, yeah. At a certain age, I, I wasn't supposed to listen to, you know, a lot of that stuff. I was just supposed to listen to to the clean versions, but a lot of that stuff was my my brother's music. You know, he, he had his his boom box, he listened to, you know, all the straight up explicit hardcore music he had he had some real rough music too but you know so i understand it i mean i you know as time went on they, they started to care less and i i just pretty much listened to what everyone else was listening to but you know that wasn't until i got into uh later teens see that's everybody's mistake you, you don't use the boom box you use the, the walkman so they can't hear what you're listening to but the thing about it is that you do need the boombox. You need you need the radio and you need the Apple version uh, to yeah. listen to different music. Because I'm just like, there's a lot of genres of music that really expand to some great songwriting, some great accompaniment uh, and arrangements. And it's just like, if you just listen to one type of genre of music through your headphones on a Walkman, you miss out on a whole bunch of music that's out there that you could be like, this is cool. Like, I wouldn't know that I would vibe to this, but I'm about not in my head and vibing this and I'm loving the song. So you, I think you need both. Yeah. I, I actually, I like that. I like how it was done for me as a kid. I was, I was exposed to a lot more oldies than I would have if, um, if all the kids were allowed to actually listen to all that explicit music. Like, that was one of the main things that I heard coming through the boombox was a lot of really cool R&B and a whole bunch of really, really nice slow jams, oldies, just just really cool stuff that I listen to and, and just love now. Um, so I was exposed to different parts. I got to listen to that when I was younger. Of course, I didn't appreciate it. I used to always be like, okay, when are we going to turn this off and turn on some real music? But now that I, you know, I actually have a more, you know, m mature taste for music, I'm able to appreciate it a lot more. And then I got to listen to that stuff later on. So I got a nice blend. Yeah, it's all about balance, you know, just mm -hmm. getting a good balance of R&B. I, 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 I don't even say rock, hip hop, just everything. Because mm -hmm. see, a lot of us. Oh, go ahead, Devin. No, then, you, go ahead. I, you go ahead. I think a lot of us haven't been expanded more to music. You know, definitely in the black community, we we weren't exposed to classical music. We weren't exposed to musicals, um, nor country and stuff. You know, we we if we had cable, we was VH1, BET, or MTV, and most people would say BET. They watched a lot, but I'm just like. I'm like, there's pop music, like, you know, Madonna, um, you know, you have Prince with Purple Rain and stuff, like, and I think a lot of people don't listen to, like, some of the classical music on the classical station to be like, oh, you know, I don't listen to this because it's just pushing me to sleep, but I'm just like, you gotta listen to the arrangement and the company that would answer this. This music that's in classical music has a theme, it has a movement. And when you haven't recognized stuff like that, you you just don't appreciate it. You don't re realize it. So I think that's why I say, I think as parents, we try to get our kids into music that we like, 
uh, or, you know, adults, I should say, try to get their kids into what they like. But sometimes kids will go out and adventure and find things and uh, uh, and be like and have a taste for it and get an ear to it that adults and other type of people who don't understand that music uh, will understand. Because trust me, no one in my family understands K-pop or J-pop or anime theme songs, and why I like listening to uh, the full Al- Full Metal Alchemist theme song from the first mm-hmm. series of the TV. Like with me listening to that, like pe- like people wouldn't understand. I'm like, I love this because not only am I an anime fan, but this movement and this arrangement is just so cool. I might not understand the words, but I'm just like hearing it. It like I really appreciate it, and it got my body just like feeling good, feeling energized. Yeah, really exposing yourself to all kinds of different things, different cultures, yeah. different I don't know, just different melodies. Yeah, I mean that that kind of happened um, when I was younger. I, I wasn't exposed to rock because most people thought it was like devil music, like literally. I still play it today, and people give me the side eye. <laughs> like what the heck is this? I mean, not like if it's uh if it's like soft rock, that's totally different. You know what I'm You're saying? You're talking about Something metal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Metallica. Or, or not even not even just metal. If it's if it's just more aggressive, more dark sounding rock, but it doesn't have to be like hardcore, you know, electric guitar. It just if it if it's just the mood is a little bit darker to it, yes. people just don't really know how how to you know deal with that because they haven't been exposed to it and so when i'd play it people would just well they just wouldn't know how to react to it and so they would automatically go to well this is like devil music or something i mean i eventually i started to listen to that stuff myself i mean i wasn't the kind of person who just listened to like mtv jams and i loved mtv jams straight fire on there all the time mbet and all that stuff like you were saying Mm -hmm. but I also went over to the MTV hits. You know what I'm saying? I started to listen to like Avril Lavigne, which is like her first album is still like one of my favorites ever. You know, I started to listen to all kinds of other pop music and rock, especially when I, one of my, my former friends and they, they had so much rock music. They just introduced me to like this whole other, it was like a whole other world. It was like a, a different culture that I didn't even know existed. You know, and, and so I started listening to different bands like like Ten Years, which I didn't I didn't mm-hmm. know they freaking. Anyway, I'm not gonna go all deep into that, but yeah, man, I, I, it's it's really it's a really cool thing to actually be open to explore all the different sounds out there and not be closed off because you really do miss out, in my opinion. Which is just funny that we're having this conversation because that was one of the topics, or that was a topic that I sent to you joey uh and Devin, if you want to know it it was just like how do you listen to hip-hop and and the reason i asked that is that i think people who understand hip-hop from when it came out to what it is now is two different things where if we listen to it now we uh, for a lot of us be like where's the lyrics where's the beat you know how empowering or does a song have to be or it is that really makes us think outside the box when we listen to it and uh i think a lot of people who who listen to hip-hop nowadays they find it as a i guess a word bop i, I don't understand why people call it that i think that's a stupid word um <laughs> that you know how is like someone like Cardi B 
with her music, you know, how's that? How do you li- go in listening to that? And then you d- can't understand why Eminem is like so talented and so lyrical and that a lot of people, a lot of people who like the who like that stuff still don't give him credit or still think that you know he's kind of like washed out or his content is not as prevalent as today's like i i put i put that out is because i i started listening to revival and i think that's a great album i you know i have no problem with the beats i don't have no problem with the lyricism like he's still eminem he's still delivering us and i think people just went on and hated you know view their stuff and it's just like well how do you guys view a hip-hop album definitely when you haven't followed a lot of artists careers back in the day or understand some of their music yeah you might start it off with eminem and i like them but i'm just like when i mentioned eight ball and mjg you know a lot of people don't give them recognition because when we said something about the South, people don't haven't heard of them, and people will recommend them, and people still want to give them a listen. But if we say Outcast, people are just like, "Oh, Outcast have done this and their popularity, and this is how we hear them, and this is how Outcast express themselves," which is not a knock against Outcast or anything. So, like, how would you tell? How would you tell your listeners, like, how are you supposed to hear hip hop? How, how are you supposed to take it in? Should I go first? Yeah, I, I'd like to hear your opinion on that. I think you hear hip hop, and it's gonna sound weird from come from me. You hear hip hop how you want to hear it because hip hop is one of those fields that's so diverse. Mm-hmm. You can have groups like the Migos, and you can have groups like Dilated People, and they can still fit in the same genre, but they can still be hip hop. You know, and I think that's where us hip hop fans kind of lose focus on where we sit there and we kind of like bash the younger audience. We bash people like, oh, you listen to this trash, you listen to that trash. Yeah, it may not be for us, but the good, the beautiful thing about hip hop is there's always music out there for us if we, if we want to really want it and we search for it. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Ice Cube still putting out music today. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can go out there and buy an Ice Cube album, support Ice Cube. Ice T still putting out music today. A lot of our favorite hip hop artists, especially nowadays, are still putting out music. And if the ones who aren't putting out music, there are other artists out there putting out music that are pretty much just the same type of quality. You have the Kendrick Lamar's, you have the J. Cole's. People always say, yeah, this trap music stuff has controlled the airwaves and stuff like that. But yeah, it has in a sense, but you still have all the hip hop music that you can go listen to. If you don't feel like listening to a future or a little yachty or stuff like that, you don't necessarily have to listen to that music. That's for a younger generation who like It's fine you're not here loving that music. That's fine and dandy. I think we, especially as the older hip-hop generation, we get to the point where we're like, oh, that's not real hip-hop. They're not really sad at it. But you know what? Be, be, let's be honest. We don't want to always hear music where it's getting a message from it. You know, we feeling it from the street. Sometimes you want to hear bubblegum stuff. It, it's, it's room for hip-hop for all that type of stuff. It's room for hip-hop. They have the conscious rap. It's room for hip hop. They have the hardcore street rap. It's room for hip hop. They have the trap music. I think that's what makes hip hop so great and so diverse. You know, you can have artists like a Cardi B, and she can hit the top of the charts. Then next week, you can have an artist like Jay Z, top of the charts for a completely different message and different type of music. And I think we have to learn to appreciate both sides of that part of hip hop. And I think 
a lot of times we don't appreciate that, that, hey, we can have a future and we can have a Jay-Z. And it's fine. It's not taking nothing away from Jay-Z or future. I agree with you uh, that it is, you know, if you're out there, you want to hear uh, stuff like that, you, you can. Um, I think that with some people, they feel like in hip-hop, you got to push yourself to be creative. Push yourself enough to where if you did an album or you did a couple of joints that sound this way, now we need to know if you're going to do something completely different. If you're going to if you're going to show us that you have growth in it. Because if you're still going to deliver us like your same flow, the same content with the topics and um, that is all about your ego, how you flex on this and you're not really doing, you don't really do that. And then you hide behind the excuse that it's just entertainment. I think a lot of people start, a lot of people start taking the definition of hip hop into a different way. It's just like, is hip hop stuff that it's got to be very lyrical and very creative or is hip hop just something that you listen that if there's a fad that's going on with a certain style and people are doing it that that's what makes it hip hop at times yeah yeah i think hip hop one of those few fields that can't be so diverse and i think a lot of people have a problem with sometimes people kind of take advantage of hip hop mm -hmm. that people can you know for example not everybody can go out there and be a singer you're yes. not, if you don't have some type of talent, you're not going to go out there and just become a singer and become like famous from that. Whereas people could come out there and essentially anybody, whether they're talentless or not, can go out there and try to make a hip hop record. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's where people have the problem with it because it becomes whitewashed, essentially. In a minute, yeah. I think it's for some people, it's just like, what work did you put in before you got into hip hop? Like, like we know him, like he put in work, um, you know, studying, uh, trying different flows, battle rapping, like, and I'm using Eminem as a, as a example, because that's a person that we know who worked to get where he is at, where I feel and this is just my opinion. I feel like like the Migos hasn't worked enough to be put at where they're where they're at. You know, people love the Migos and they sell well. That's fine, but I feel like there's no substance. I feel like there's no work that they put in to get where they're at because they're still using the same flows. They're still using the same topics. Uh, they're not being creative enough where we stop and pause and rewind and listen back and head nod and just be like, oh, that was creative of what they said. We don't really do that with like the Migos, like we will with Eminem. And regardless, and this is this has nothing to do with sales or anything. This this pure has to do with hit the hip hop music that artists are putting out. Because, like, like for me. I can't really listen to a lot of the black stations down here because of the hip hop they put on. Because it, 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 my ear tunes out because nothing that they're saying is very creative and every beat almost sounds like the same thing. So no one is pushing themselves to be different or have their own lane. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why when I talk about like, like 
when I talk about M, when I talk about Royce, Rhapsody, or, you know, even when I talk, when we even had the discussion about Christina Aguilera and everybody laughed, I was just like, but she pushed herself to diff- do different genres. She worked with one of the biggest hip hop d- DJs, DJ Premier. And even though, regardless of what people say about Christina Aguilera and that album, you got to admit that she put out a pure hip hop album with that first thing. But because she's a white woman working with DJ Premier, she doesn't get that recognition and stuff. But I'm just like, shoot, she's putting out pure hip hop than most artists are putting out today on the radio. Where the problem lies is no offense to nobody because this is actually true. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that our time essentially has passed. Hip hop radio stations go after a demographic, and that demographic is. 30 and under. They're really not even that. It's really like 18 to 24. Yes. They go after that demographic. So artists like the Migos and Little Yachty who are in that age, age range, they put up that type of music. Whereas it's not necessarily for me, but I understand that's the market that's out there right now. Like, like when we were growing up, it was Snoop Dogg and stuff like that. This generation is it's more of Drake, the little Yachty's, Kendrick Lamar. But even Kendrick Lamar doesn't really get played that much on radio. Yes. You hear his single, and that's essentially it. And, it, and sometimes you don't even hear his single. Like, like, for example, J. Cole. I don't remember J. Cole had a single. I don't know. They, 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 I guess it really depends on where you're at. I mean, um, every time Kendrick Lamar comes out with anything, I mean, he gets major play out here, but then I'm in California, yes. so it makes sense. Um, and uh, even even J Cole, like every like I couldn't get away from J Cole music. Like so, I, it is it's like a different sound preference based on where you are. Um, it, and I so. feel like Cole and Kendrick, they worked hard to get where they're at. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like Little Yachty and Migos, Little Yachty and all of these little ones who Little Zen and all. Of, I don't feel like they put in enough work to get where they're at and now some people might be upset about that and i don't think our time has passed but it's just like you had a you had a hit song that's great but you didn't have a hit album that follow up that great song you didn't diversify and i think that's probably one thing i would say that if you're going to listen to hip-hop if you're going to get an album or look at an artist Listen, make sure that even you definitely go with iTunes and listen to what like or uh what they're gonna give to you, um, like demo it and stuff. See if there's gonna be some um diverse not diversion, um, some diversity in there. Like you can still have your street, you can still have your your mumble rapping, your trap stuff, you can still have that, but I'm like how do you sound over a simple beat that's done real nice? How mm-hmm. do you how do you sound like some just a drum machine like without like a four four straight drum machine? Like there's there's minimal beat, but like the drum production does a lot. Like when you know? it's just based on you and what you yes. do. Like can you stand against that? Like because some people when they when it's, there's not this hard beat going on in the background. It's like we're not really listening to you. We're kind of. It's like you're kind of background noise to this fire. Right. Beat. Right. So, like. Yeah. 
because I think there's some artists like Migos and, and all that stuff like that that they they rely on a hook and chorus so much because they repeat it every time. But I'm just like, what happens when you're given 52 bars? What happens when you gotta deliver two sixteens? Like, can you come out li- like literally hard where you're not singing, where you're not auto tuners or anything like that? Like, but you don't rely like on that. like you don't rely on the engineer to do most of the work for you. Yeah, but but they're not they're, they're not really the, the that kind of artist though. You know, Migos, they're they're really what do you say like like melodic. You know what I'm saying? That like they really mm-hmm. focus on. It's like a lot of times they're borderline singing. You know, so it, it's and simple songs. It, it's like simple lyrics and a, and a, like a really nice melodies for you to vibe to on this beat. So it's it's that kind of music. It's not really supposed to be telling a story. It's not supposed to be like a Kendrick or and, any of those other people like that. And I and I think that's why like if people love that that's that's fine and i but like i think for some people why we have songs like not alike with eminem and, and voice or why we uh why we uh have like some of the uh battle rappers and you know other rappers that are like they're they're known but not well known and stuff while they're making songs dissing other rappers and being very creative and stuff or dissing the young generation is because the young generation is not pushing themselves to you know they're getting rewarded for being lazy sometimes and lazy in the fact that they're not willing to push themselves like why would you deliver me 22 some plus tracks on your album and you talked about the same doing women how cool you are your money how you think you're the greatest and all of this and you do that for 22 tracks what what is there to show that you are are different that you really can like put out something conceptual in a sense because not always we all want to hear street stuff not i don't think i don't think every artist should actually be expected to be an album artist i think that's something mm-hmm. that that we kind of gotta nice. let go of in in a you know because we're kind of like in a microwave phase right now everybody's not supposed to have that longevity so you expect them to actually produce a 22 song you know uh album you're gonna you're gonna really see their weak points so some people you should just expect them to be like a soldier boy who who maybe goes in the studio and comes out with a fire hit that'll be on the top of the charts for it could be on the top of the charts for like half the year or maybe the whole year but not really expect them to to back it up with a whole album of of other tracks that are of the same quality you know what i mean some people are just single artists like i call it i call it Listenable content. <laughs> yeah, you really easy to digest content, and a, and a lot of people are really they don't really have that that um the um was it the attention span or just the mindset to really want to sit there and dissect it, lyrics like they used to. In most cases, like you know, in the, but there are certain cases where like you, you like you put out a J Cole album, you put out a, a Kendrick Lamar album, and everybody on Twitter is sitting there going, "Oh my God, did you hear those lyrics?" They're sitting there quoting everything, so there is a time for that. But mm-hmm. I think in a lot of cases, people are trying to look for escape. They don't want also, anything complicated. Uh, also, um, this this is just this is personally me. I really can't get into a lot of young people, a lot of today's artists, 
because the engineering sucks. Like, it sounds cheap and the production sounds bad. And it's just like, did you just throw this in, like, Pro Tools and call it a day? Because I'm just like, you spent no time making anything with this. And I want to hand you over $10 or something. And this sounds this horrible. Like, this is Casio production going through some Sony headphones. This is bad. Don't tell me you're the greatest and you're rich. And it sounds like you paid $15 to some for someone to engineer this. Okay. Well, if, if they're rich, like I understand, but I, I do. I mean, I, I kind of, I respect the fact that a lot of people out there are, are brand new, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so they'll, they're just kind of working with what they got so that they can come up. And so sometimes you will have a track that takes over, but was produced with some, some low, tier materials or, or software it was whatever they could get their hands on at the time and, and they worked with it and it turned out and they made they made a, a freaking beastly song that just took over like soldier boy back in the day you know mm-hmm. i mean his stuff wasn't like the highest production quality but he worked with what he had um and now a lot more artists will take those those quick tools and try to make another hit and so that's kind of, I mean, I guess that's another reason why a lot of stuff sounds repetitive because yeah. a lot of people they didn't really go through. They to go to engineering school. Take some engineering yeah. Classes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like can... a lot of people learn how to, how to doodle. <laughs> it's like a person that just only knew how to doodle. They went and made a whole TV show around it. And it was like, Hey, so I don't have to go to drawing school and learn how to do all this stuff. I can do all of that make all that money just on doodling so then they don't feel like they have to anymore so then they'll just do the same thing and so you have these kind of low quality animations and and that's that's what a whole bunch of people are doing because they don't feel like it's necessary and and to a point it is kind of true like we'll we will accept low quality a lot more now than we used to um but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't actually strive to be able to you know to become better so you can can expand over time and be- become a more solid and well-rounded artist so Devin, you said you had some topics no yeah. let's get into the whole soldier boy thing since y'all mentioned it a little earlier okay Drake. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mess it was it was hilarious I, he was he first, really was dropping on, some good points before we get points. into it joe no, before we even get before we get into all of this why yeah. is Soldier Boy even being talked about in the first place? Like, because where where did he pop out he at? Because I because I'm just like genius. <laughs> you've been gone for you've been gone for years. I haven't heard no music from you. The last thing I know is that you you did a video about the uh, break uh, the rewind stuff and was laughing with your friends about this and and now you just you out here thinking that you are still important. Like, where did he... He is brilliant. He's an idiot. He took what Takashi 69 did, did the same type of formula, but it's not putting itself at risk. And I think that is genius because it's working. He would, he would. Everybody's laughing at something first. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it's brilliant. Even with him taking these whack ass consoles and being like, hey, this is a Soldier Boy console. The people are like, no, it's not. This is some knockoff console you bought. No, no, no. I had this made. You know, even, even with that level of trolling, it's brilliant. It's not even a level of trolling. It's just that. Okay, so 
we the the soldier boy council and i whatever his his merchandise let's call it that the soldier boy console the soldier watch the soldier handheld soldier none of it has his name on it that's that is that is extremely extremely smart on his part to be able to take something that costs 20 bucks flip it and then he has people buying it just because they want to supposedly expose him and show how cheap his quality is. But then because they make these videos and they're getting a million views, other people are going to buy it too so they can say, ha ha, look, I just bought the soldier console. But I think everybody was just like, dude, you stole, you you showed it and this is all Nintendo stuff. So we all know that Nintendo's coming after you for this. Like, this is not surprising. Whether you're in the gaming community or not, you know that if someone mentions Nintendo, you about to get checked. Because Nintendo, like, dude, Nintendo end up jacking you and took over your site. That's crazy. And instead of... Oh, go ahead, uh, Devin. I think what he's doing is smart in terms of how he's putting himself out there because... We've gotten to the point, especially with our president, as long as they're talking about you, it kind of matter. It doesn't matter whether it's a negative message or a positive message. Mm-hmm. As long as your voice is still out there and people are talking about you, it's going to bring you content. A perfect example is the whole situation with R. Kelly. The last, before this whole Soldier Boy, Boy thing blew up, the whole conversation about R. Kelly and the creep shit that we been, everybody knew he was doing. Yes. During that time, his album sales went up. And that shows you how people think. When, when people are exposed, essentially exposing R. Kelly for the creep that he is, people went out and bought his album. To prove a point. What point was it? What's the point made? It's just like... You're you're making still making this artist money, whether you buy his buy his album or not. He's still gonna make his money. The same no. thing's gonna happen with Soldier Boy. I, I guarantee you, people are going out and buying Soldier Boy albums like crazy. Whether it's a negative response to what he's doing or it's a positive response to what he's doing, it's because his name is out there, mm-hmm. and just because they're hearing his name, they're like, oh, Soldier Boy. And then he starts saying some of these, these facts. Some of them are true. Some of them are not true. It makes you think. I'm like, oh, I, I remember that song. I remember Kiss Me Through the Phone. Let me go buy the iTunes single of that. Or let me go buy one of his old hits and start listening to some of this stuff. Ha, ha, ha. Soldier Boy crazy. What are you talking about? You know, but it's getting him sales. And and that's really smart. Most yeah. most definitely. It really is smart. Like, I've, I've already been listening to some of his newer music and the older music you know what i mean because once he was t- he was talking about all these old situations i was watching videos where they were showing clips of his videos like he used to do these you know uh record youtube videos back in the day um like these kind of like cribs like behind the scenes like vlogs like he used to do vlogs like heavy back before any celebrity was doing vlogs you know what I'm saying? And, and so I, I went way. back and checked out all this stuff and l- listened to his music. So it is definitely working, even if whatever like uh, legal troubles he might have to go through with this console, I I guarantee you it's not. And I also, I don't know, I feel like he might behind the scenes have something going on where it's like he knows there's some loophole he can work through. So it's not going to be that big of a deal, but he can still work this for promotion. I think 
he's smart enough to know when to stop promoting the console because he's not promoting like he used to before. And I think he probably he was got just on everyday struggle. On he, bre- been, he brought one on Breakfast Club. He's still promoting that heavy. But he wasn't really saying anything about it like before. Like before, he was promoting it like crazy. Now he's not kind of really promoting like he was for like the Soldier Watch. It's a whole bunch of oh, the Soldier Phone. He had a whole bunch of stuff he you done know, bootlegged off like motherfucker. But the thing yeah. about him is, I think what's brilliant about this situation is the fact that since he started talking, he's been on Breakfast Club. He's been on Everyday Struggle. He has people lining up to interview him. He's been on almost every news article because he's sitting out there calling out Drake. He's calling the biggest artist. He's saying this, he's saying that, and it's making him relevant again, whether you like it or not. A perfect example of that is the... Um, but, but this is, a, to me, this is desperation. This is not so much... I mean, yeah, it's working out for him, but I'm just like, Drake has been in a uh, a bigger position for years now and you had time to respond and act out and do all the shenanigans that she wanted to while he is while he's one of the biggest artists of today of today's culture so why wait to now and that's why i feel like it's desperation you you want to you want to act out and you want to call out drake and stuff and it's just like well drake got more hits compared to you he has more album sales. He's been doing things, uh, regardless if you like it or not, but he has been putting work out there that has continued to make him relevant so that he don't have to do stuff like what Soldier, Soldier Boy is doing. I mean, he's just playing the game. I mean, as far as the uh, you know the, the current chess game he got out there for relevancy, I, and, I think and he's... he's yeah, I think he, uh, he's playing it exactly how he should. And that's why I feel like it's desperation because like it might work now, but by the time we get to next month, by the time we hit March, are we still going to even be talking about Soldier Boy and all the stuff that he did? Probably it not. Really but de- it, de- it depends. It really depends. You know, because if, if, if there's any... Yeah, it, it, it needs to matter. If you're, pull- if you're pulling out all of these stunts to be recognized and to have this marketing or whatever you're planning work for you, 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 if you're back in the gang doing all of this stuff, now it's time for you to work to keep that consistency. Well, and if you're right. not, let me ask you this. Let me tell you this though. Going, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. He just put out a single. He put out multiple singles and they're yeah, getting and millions they're of views because of this. Yeah. And I, I think I, he, I he plays know. this the right way plays this the right way it could be like dj khaled like dj khaled for i don't i don't know what it was like in in florida or whatever but dj khaled like for the rest of us it was like well where'd he go he like disappeared he, like disappeared he was putting out hit after hit after hit after hit after hit and then he just kind of went ghost for a while and then he came back as snapchat king and then all of a sudden it seemed like everybody wanted to work with him again and so, because, you know, everyone's a cloud chaser, you know what I'm saying? So they mm-hmm. want to connect to someone who can bring them more attention. So if he plays this the right way, I mean, he could be like the next DJ Khaled, you know what I mean? And and really be just boosted way back up into relevancy, like maybe he was even back in 2007. 
I'm kind of hoping that works out for him because, you know, it, it would be really cool to see another, uh, you know, another success story like that, another come up like, like Tiger's, you know, because Tiger was on the bottom of the barrel and for him to be able to come out with a single like taste and just completely take over, you couldn't get away from that song when people thought it was over. That was, that was crazy. That would, that would be a but nice is, W if, if a soldier can get the same thing. thing about soldier boy. He doesn't have to be hot for long. All he needs is a month and just to sell off what he needs to sell off, make his money, then he can be out again. Kanye West was doing it all last year. You would nobody wouldn't hear nothing from Kanye West till he had something to sell, whether it was shoes or an album. And then once he had a shoes or album to sell, he puts on the MAGA hat. He starts saying crazy stuff. He starts saying he's mentally ill. And once he got everybody money, he's like peace suckers, I'm gone. Kanye's on a different tier though you know what I'm saying he's one of those artists who could go away and doesn't need the drama to come back you know like there's there's a certain level of artists you, you can be like a Jay-Z or a Beyonce or an Adele and you could go away for years and people are actually waiting for you to return with something you know they're but like see, oh they've been gone for a while so that they must be coming out with something so Kanye see, didn't even need that I, but your boy he blends in with so many other artists that he can actually be forgotten so, well, see, it's good that you brought up Adele because Adele deserves her breaks. She, you know, she she works hard and make great songs and make great albums and and sales and stuff. And Soldier Boy, Soldier doesn't work hard. Soldier Boy doesn't work hard. I don't think. What? I don't think he. I don't think he worked hard because I'm just like you. Don't have to pull this stunt out for you to have people to really listen to your music like if you put out good content and consistent content that makes people talk about you keep you keep you keep their name in your mouth when you talk talk and talk good about them then you don't have to put stuff like this reason why we don't have to do it with jay-z is because jay-z put out a lot of songs he has a lot of great workout and albums and won the grammys and stuff you know same with adele like these people work hard and really put out some content out that's really good and really consistent and stuff they don't have to rely on social media they don't have to rely on dance moves and looking crazy and stuff like they don't have to do all of that like soldier boy has ha- have to do you know such boy has to do twenty five thousand steps while they only could have to do one or two things to get different, recognition different and I artists think, have to do different things it's like the reason right. why and is because even, it, and even with even oh, yeah. with well, because even with Kanye, it's just that we know we separated Kanye for what he is now than what he was when he came back. Kanye was a hot producer who really did a lot of great samples and made some great hits that led him to consistently being people's name. And then when he started doing his own stuff and going off the bandwagon and stuff, it's just like this is not the Kanye that we grew up with that we know. So that kind of separated that uh that thing, you know, separated that fan base in a sense. Cause you know, we, regardless if you like Kanye or not, you gotta give it to Pusha T and Kanye for Daytona. That's a great album. Whatever you think about Nas Nas's album, it it, it got some hits on it, it got some good beats and stuff. And I think that's what people see Kanye is when you bring us beats. That that are memorable, that's banging, that's the Kanye we like. 
we don't like the Kanye that's doing all of this shenanigan stuff because you don't have to act that way to get recognition. You know, to us, as you, Kanye, you're a producer. You're not, uh, you shouldn't be like a TV hog, you know, to be known, to be famous. Meaning that you're putting all these stunts to be on TV and people keeping people in the name of the mouth. You come up with a hot, a hot a beat, a song and stuff, people are going to like you and people are going to talk about you. It depends. I mean, sometimes people can put out a whole bunch of fire songs and uh, yeah. no one listens. So sometimes and, and, you do need these, you need these other things to to actually put people to make people focus on you so that they can say, oh, you know, while we're talking about Soldier Boy, while we're talking about what whoever is, is you know, doing the, the clout chasing game, what, what are they what have they put out recently? And so people are now checking out his music. His music has jumped some of his songs on even on YouTube, especially his older stuff, have jumped by like millions, like tens of millions of views. And that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of money. You know, and they weren't doing that before before all of this. That that's just a straight out show that what he's doing is is working and was necessary for him at least. Yeah. You know, because he's just that kind of artist. He doesn't have that kind of substance that can that makes people come back because it's something it's something like that's like good for the soul. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not that kind of music like an Adele or or Bruno Mars, he goes away. You want to hear what he has. Uh, you know, like I said, those those artists that have almost reached sort of legendary status as far as the game goes so and Devin, i know you got a lot to say uh for me this is this is gonna be my last point for me i i have nothing to say more about soldier boy because i think he has become a joke and a laughing stock to people and that's sad in a sense (laughs) to me i mean to me i'm like so if i wanted an artist back and really get back their popularity or just people still talk about this artist is Charles Hamilton. Um, you know, he did the Sonic mixtapes and all of this stuff. And regardless of what people think about him, just like Charles Hamilton knows how to sample and make some great productions. The guy can rap and put out some good songs. It's just sad that he kind of faded out in the background. And I kind of wish that he would come back on the scene and, you know, just deliver us some some good content. You know, tell us about the struggles, the ups and downs and stuff, because that's just like there's stuff out there that, you know, some of his past work is just like it don't get recognition. But I'm like, if you played it and listened to this, you'd be like, dang, this is good. And I kind of miss it. And I don't think that's happening with Soldier Boy. And I haven't heard his new singles. I didn't even know that he was putting out any new music stuff out. But him to, for him to pull off the stunts that he's been pulling off to get people to recognize him might be working in his factor, but it's sad that he has to go this far to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, but that's the sign of the time. Now, everybody has to be a troll. Everybody has to do troll shit to get attention, I think. Mm-hmm. Our president does troll shit, so that just shows you how exactly. far this troll that thing is going. Shoot. I would I would have walked out the White House if that nigga sold me some cold McDonald's and Wendy's. Really? <laughs> All right. So we've been going for almost an hour now. So I got three topics. Which I want to talk. Which one y'all want to be the last topic? The whole McDonald's thing with the president. Um, the shutdown itself, the government shutdown, or 
people was fascinated with it. Alexandria Ignacio Cortez, the new, what's it, the mayor of um, New York. We can ask Let's that last get... one off. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this food uh, thing, because this food thing, the, the president food thing is going to play a part with the shutdown. Okay, let's get into that. I am, I'm literally appalled that the president would serve a sports team McDonald's and Wendy's and all this fast food. And I think he only spent $3,000 in total. And it's just like, you mean to tell me that I worked hard to get where I'm at. I get a chance to be invited to now all the black folks was just like, this nigga is a fool. I don't really want to be here. I'd rather go to Applebee's or something. All the black folks was probably just upset about this whole mess. The white folks, they probably was just like, we are in the White House about to eat some McDonald's. This is scary. This is troublesome. Let me ask this you guys is this the question. Stock. I want to ask you guys this question. I've been, I've been thinking about it for a couple of days now since this incident happened. Do we really need to have to let, like athletes go to the White House anymore? Is that something that we can just get rid of now? It's a it's an honor. Comes. Um, I, I I think I like, think when like it, for when example, happens, let me ask Joy a question real quick. Like hmm? anytime a, a sports team wins a championship, they automatically go to the White House to shake hands with the president. Have we kind of outdated? We don't really do that anymore. It's on that. I mean, it's uh, I don't I don't think it's outdated. I, I think it's uh. I think it's supposed to be an honor, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's showing respect to the, to the, um, to the team, you know what I mean? Really showing them that you're proud or that the country, I guess, is, is proud of, of their accomplishments. And it's supposed to say, we're showing that by actually allowing you to, to have dinner and shake hands with the, uh, you know, with the, the highest power in the land, you know? So I get that it, it's really symbolic. Um, well, let's put it this way. Basketball teams don't go anymore. Since Trump got in office, the NBA teams haven't been going. Um, I don't think the NFL team has been going either. I mean, was so a ba- of, did a baseball two team Two of the major go? sports aren't going. Well, that's just know. because the, the president isn't actually... His, his quality is trash, you know what I mean? So it really depends but, on the person in the White House and not the House itself. So, I mean, until you actually put someone of quality there... Yeah. Then it's 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 not really going to be an accomplishment. You and, know, people wanted to shake hands had, with Obama because they admired him. They admired Michelle and and that the dynamic that they had, and you know, just that the way they carried like, themselves. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was that they were actually something that you admired. So you wanted to to be able to say, I actually shook hands with the president. I had dinner with the president. You know, this man is just a, a completely of a, a, a way lower quality just based on how he operates, how he treats people. And, and that dinner alone, which honestly I believe is, it, is a freaking product placement deal, which he's going to get a couple of nice fat checks for once he actually leaves the white house. The, the thing about it is, is that, uh, you know, with the NBA and uh, NFL not going to big major sports is that, the president has shown his viewpoint about people who play in that sport. 
about certain things. And why would you want to go to a president who has that viewpoint about the sport that you play in? But this is the thing about and, it. And that, why I say that. Let's keep it real. The NBA and the NFL are two of the two biggest sports in the United States. Yeah. So when you have your two biggest sports not going to the White House, uh, it doesn't mean much to go. Even if it's the college football team, it's like, uh, okay. And then, then on top of that, the college football team goes, and he serves the burgers and fries. <clears throat> like, really? Like, you get you get somebody to go to the White House, and you serve them stuff that they can get for themselves. Now, I understand there's a shutdown, and they don't have, they may not have the staff. Because I think that, that, that does play a part into it. They may not have but the staff. People, I don't think that people, plays you know, people, one part at people, all. People would, have been fine. people would have been fine if, if even with the shutdown, if it was catered. That's what I was if it showed if it showed that you you as a president put effort are, in. I put effort in. You literally put them at don't want to say low level quality food, but stuff they they that they probably live around or probably have been eating throughout the year, throughout that week. And now you get this opportunity to meet the president, regardless of who the person that person is. You have an opportunity to meet uh the president. This is such an honorable thing, such a great thing, a big moment in your life. And he serves you McDonald's. He serves you something that's four dollars and fifty nine cent, or a two for five. You would be <laughs> pissed weird. off. It would you would be pissed off. And plus, because well, I don't know if they of it if they went by bus. I don't know if they went by train or flight. But whoever paid for the travel for them to get there and for the hotel expense to be served that 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 that's that's that that's disrespectful on a whole nother level. It is. If, if, it is. If, but I'm, but you guys, if, you can you see what I'm saying? Where I, where I thought, where I'm thinking. I mean, he can't be one. Well, he's really stupid, but he's not that stupid. There has to if, be some type of reasoning behind this, and I believe, I believe he has some behind the scenes deals with these people. We're not no, with these people. With these companies. My, to, to, my like, thing is, how many my times thing is, has been you, but th this is the problem because you knew he probably knew in events. His team knew in events that when all of this is going to be happening, there should have been some catering plants going on. And regardless of what people will think about the money and stuff, you could think all about for that. You knew in events that this event was going to be happening. Why would you wait? The day that it happens, that you will have this food come, knowing good and well they're not going to be that McDonald's and stuff gets cold. Fast food doesn't stay hot enough for a team of 30-some players or something. It's going to come into the White House to meet you, hear you talk some nonsense or whatever, and for you to be eating at the White House. You had all of this time planned. I would have been setting tables. I would have been getting some decorations. Someone need to twirl in with a dress and get this place to get fabulous. Drag queens need to be doing my makeup or something. I need to get prepared for whatever this team is going to experience. So when they do come in, that they have one of the best times in their lives. I would not be walking in and to be like, hey, is that McDonald's? Is that a Big Mac? 
that's like you having a group of your friends ready to celebrate your 40 40 uh year old birthday and they take you to check your cheese and you don't even like their pizza yeah it's weird it's really <laughs> weird and it's sad to see just how we have fallen as a country in terms of like we're better than this and this is not a, a not to him but in general the way this country goes in terms of like how things have been going lately, whether whether you're a Republican or Democrat, we are better than this. Yes, we are. The country in general are better than this, and we deserve more than this. As much as people holler, make America great again, why don't they That's actually practice what they preach? We have to practice what we preach. These young guys did and- something that was extraordinary. They won a championship. And yeah, we may knock it for always just sports and stuff like that, but this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, and I think we this is the, felt them. And this is the thing, not with us, but the president. Right. This is the thing. You're a businessman who boasts of how you do deals, how you got all this money and stuff, and you serve a Big Mac. Ballers don't do that. Ballers no, know how to spend <laughs> on people and still be looking good as a baller. If if I'm a baller and I know how to pop champagne and my crew can pop champagne with me and I, and I still looking good, you should be able to do that as the president. I'm not going to bring you no Big Mac. And, I, and I'm balling. Now, we know how to ball on the budget to, to keep us balling, but that's when we spend it on ourselves. You are spending this stuff in the White House. I don't know. I, I like I said before. I I really don't believe he did this because he thought, oh, this is just this the greatest. This nigga kind of was food lazy. I don't this even think it was lazy. lazy. I don't think it was lazy. Did, did you, I just didn't care. This nigga you, was lazy. He don't have no appreciation. It was all about him because, dude. Now, if you was inviting Donald Trump to to a big event, should they serve him Big Macs? I wouldn't invite Donald Trump anywhere. So, I mean, that's irrelevant. I mean, you think about it. Everyone looking glamorous and looking really fine. They're getting served the finest shrimp, finest chicken, you know, really getting getting the service. And here you are as the president sitting down with a big man and some cold fries and a shake. If you feel like you want to be extra, you will feel like, oh, they didn't respect me. They said, no, this is what you serve as a sports team. We cater to everybody else to make them feel feel good about themselves. They paid their money to get here. Oh, I'm just using that as an example. You know, they pay for this dinner, and we want to give them the best service. You don't care about nothing, so we're gonna feel gonna we're gonna feed you trash. You that's what you did with the other players. You would be the you as the president would be the laughing stock to be served some. A hamburger and some fries, and everybody else is eating some good chicken and corn cornbread or whatever. You know, I have to say some cornbread because I'm black. So, <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. No, I, I I totally understand what you're talking about. You know, I I think it was completely. It was it was. It was inappropriate, you know what I'm saying? You're you're dressed in suits and everything. You're not supposed to be having fast food. You're supposed to be having, I mean, even if it it didn't have to be something that's like, you know, something you'd end up paying a thousand dollars a plate for or something, but it needed to be 
at least home meal quality. You know, but not, not, nothing like nothing like something you'd get in a cardboard box. And because, you know, to see them having these nice plates and stacking them up, stacking up two boxes of Big Macs and crap like that, that's that's ridiculous. And, and uh, your representation was worth $3,000 in fast food. That's why, I mean, I just, I don't think he's, I just don't think he's that stupid. I don't think, it was just like, like I said before, I believe this is a, a freaking, like a, a product placement deal. That he made with these fast food places behind the scenes it's just like before he became president and i remember he was sitting in his uh he was sitting in his jet with a big bucket of kfc and he was like i'm sitting here with like my america my spread of american food and it was so obvious it was a freaking it was product placement you know what i'm saying but he wasn't gonna say that straight out but he was you know he made this big old deal about it and and, and it's kind of like the same thing like whether it's good or bad the negative doesn't go to the companies, Wendy's or whoever, whatever other food was there. Like this, the, imagine how many times around the world that those boxes were seen. Ultimate advertisement. You know what I'm saying? So I would be surprised. I believe that he's going to have a whole bunch of money waiting in an account <laughs> with some, so in an account somewhere out there in Europe or wherever the heck. And it's going to be waiting for him the day he leaves the office. It's just some of this stuff is just like it just seems so obvious. Like there's no other reason for it. He couldn't be that lazy. Well, let me he ask you one, one. Yes, he could. <laughs> he most he, definitely could. Right. He could. He but, could be. But I'm saying it just doesn't make it doesn't. And I know he doesn't do things that make the most sense. But this he, he has to come out on top from this in some way. I, I just I can't see this the way it it played out being anything other than that. I think Unless the way he, just he, that, he thought he was coming out on top, the fact that he kept mentioning that McDonald's is an American company, he supported American companies. He's like, ah, oh, look, I bought these burgers from an American company because it's American made. And I'm supporting America. That's why I went to McDonald's and Burger King and all this and that. It's because exactly. I want to support our country. You know, advertisement. Pushing the product placement. You see how he's, it's American company. We're going to support him. All that crap. Boom. Check waiting for him. But I don't, I don't even think it's product placement. Nigga, this is the White House. And you serving me this? Come on. Yeah. Now you got every other. Now, what you, what, what you, who, the people who really get the advertisement out of this is all the people who are offering that team that they will cater to them and serve them something better. They're the ones that's advertising and will make a good market uh, self about them. Not McDonald's. McDonald's and Wendy's and whatever don't need that. For what? Yeah, they do. No, well, they don't, nigga. I'm going to lunch for them for a two for five when I'm at work. Let, let me ask you this. Good promo. And imagine how many people saw them dang Big Mac boxes. They laughed at the picture. And then when they were thinking, hmm, what am I going to eat today? I think I can go for a Big Mac. Let me ask you this, then. Because this is the interesting thing. I think you have a point to it. But then again, anything that Donald Trump touches automatically becomes toxic in terms of, like, whether you agree with him or not. 50% of the audience hates it and 50% of the audience likes it. So, especially in today's cancel culture, that can easily backfire. So, a lot of companies just stay clear of it. Like, for example, a good example of that is the whole Nike thing where people was getting on Nike's back for 
sponsoring NFL and things like that and this and this. And it seemed like they weren't standing with cap and stuff. And half people was for Nike, half people was, was against Nike. And then six months later, they do this big ad with Colin Kaepernick. And now the whole thing flipped where half, half people who were before against Nike and now for Nike and the other half is um against Nike. And I think the society we 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 live in now is almost a luxury for a company just to stay out of it and stay neutral. So I think it would be in McDonald's, Burger well, King, everybody's best interest to just completely stay out of politics whatsoever. Because no, once you say out of politics, the situations that- people are actually trying to make a political st- statement. <laughs> and this one, it's simply someone who is constantly stuck in, mm-hmm. in the middle of politics who just happened to buy their product or food. You know what I'm yeah. saying, and, and they're not going to be guilty by association in this in this case because all they did was sell him some food. You but know? what you were saying is that he's probably getting paid under the table for that. So that's like yeah, but who would know sponsored. because it's under the table? Yeah, but you like I said, people are going to take but issue with him. They're just seeing it. They're just seeing him supporting McDonald's is a red flag. Like some people McDonald's. just like the whole. Yeah, go ahead. Like McDonald's, I don't think McDonald's, Wendy's, and KFC, and all. I don't think all these fast food people are paying him for them to eat the food. I just think that he wants to eat trash food because that's him. You know, McDonald's is always doing advertisements there, so they're always making money. People are gonna go in McDonald's or Wendy's. They got a good deal going on. People are going to eat it, not because of the president. People have been doing it for years. You know, some people don't feel like cooking, so why I could get some garbage food that'll fill me up and call it a day. You know, it, the, the thing about it is, just, I think people are upset is that you fed them this, and you are in the highest office in the United States. So that just shows other countries who are looking around that they're there. You became a laughing stock because you fed your own people lesser food mm-hmm. if donald trump was supposed to go to germany or europe or whatever and stuff and they fed him the lowest food he would be on twitter he would be on fox news he will be complaining about this and raging about this but it's just like we're feeding you the stuff that you fed your own people so why isn't so that should be fitting if they are lower enough to if they are only acceptable enough for you to give them Big Macs, you are acceptable to get a Big Mac too in our country. And you shouldn't complain about that. Because the whole world sees what you have done to your own people. So we now know what we could do to you in a, in a different country. Would you serve the would you serve the president uh of uh a bologna sandwich if he came to your house? And I'm talking about the fried bologna sandwich with the uh mountain hole at the top. After you take out the red string, oh. throw some mayonnaise and cheese on that mug if you want to, and then serve him some water and put it in a Kool-Aid pack or some meal or something. Like disgusting. would you serve that to the president? Cause you because <laughs> the president serve that to the uh American people? I would. You gonna treat uh you gonna treat our uh a United States sports team like that? The same thing that you deliver to them, I'm gonna deliver to you. I don't know. I mean I that's that's another level of disrespect, but I mean they're a sports team so I, I won't I wouldn't take it that deep. 
not to, not to undervalue them for what they do, but I mean, it's uh, sports is in politics. Oh, but it can be political, but it's not politics. Look, you still buying? Are you still buying Nike? Are you still buying Gillette Blades? Are you still going to McDonald's? And you are doing all stuff. Please, just don't, just don't complain. Because guess what? If it does, the the product does what it's supposed to do. You're still going to continue to give into that product. Yeah. Because trust me, all y'all, all y'all folks who was mad at Gillette for this for that commercial, I haven't seen a one huge sales spike in shtick and big. We well, need to, you wanna... we actually needed to talk about that. I mean, we we can't do it today because we're like we're almost two hours in. Yeah, but we we have to make this work another time because I, I wanted to talk about all kinds of topics. I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to get into. We didn't even touch on Captain Marvel. We got a we got a, a new first look trailer. Shazam got some uh, some new footage, which looks nice. All these different things we got to talk about another time. But yeah, that that would dang it. I completely forgot about. That. I didn't even write that down on my list. The whole Gillette thing. That was. Uh, anyway, that's ahead, a topic for a whole show. Thing. That's a, the whole yeah. Gillette thing is a topic for a whole show. That's a whole different topic. I've had plenty of conversations about the whole Gillette issue on Twitter, and I think it's a great discussion that needs to be had, and I think that's going to take a whole episode to do. I don't know if I can stretch that for the whole episode, but... Right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, think you can. We literally stretched three topics two hours. Oh, yeah, that's... And, 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 well, we had, a, we, <laughs> that's had pre, we had pre-talk before I even got introduced, and then we had our talks. So we did good. Yeah. We did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did good. This is yeah. a solid episode. And that's my folks. I called him a nigga. And what you got, what y'all gonna do about it? Because y'all wanna do the same thing too. And sometimes you should be allowed to do it in your mind, but not physically. You, there's some there's sometimes that white people should just look at something and just be like, nigga. <laughs> and no, they don't, don't they know. don't say it loudly <laughs> in their mind. Yeah. They say don't it. Say that shit in your <laughs> mind. Oh my god. Huh? What you say? <laughs> they don't even say that in your mind. <laughs> hey, I will say this. The funniest thing I've ever heard in my life in terms of wrestling. And I, I suggest anybody who wants a quick laugh, go look it up. It's Booker T with Harlem Heat <laughs> getting interviewed. Oh, exactly what you're talking about. Getting interviewed on WCW and Booker T says the N-word about Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> it is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I will always watch it and laugh at it. Hulk Hogan, uh, I'm coming for you, nigga. <laughs> he put his head down like, oh no, what did I just do? <laughs> it is the greatest thing in the world. Yes, God bless yeah, that, that is a good one. Ah, classics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I saw uh skinny Matt's uh I seen Matt's uh weather thing that thing said so nigga to 10. I was just like nigga <laughs> my eyes open, I was just like, ooh, he say something racial, Matt, please. <laughs> just out of just out of slang. <clears throat> no, Matt, don't say nothing racial. Jesus Christ. Who the heck? You can say hunky or something because he's no. like you like hunky. <laughs> no, no, no. I do not want to be sitting on Twitter trying to defend Matt. I will if I have you to. Know, he don't have to. He don't have to say it on Twitter. I just say it saying his mind. Oh my God, no! I mean, don't do that. Don't. 
I mean, there is sometimes some people outside the race who want to say some stuff. No, no, in the hey, podcast, you, you can want, you can <laughs> want to say it. That doesn't mean that you should. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, but this is going to a whole nother topic. We're gonna be here for 45 more minutes. In the right. damn podcast, Jerry. <laughs> All righty then. Thank you everyone for listening. It was a very interesting, very cool podcast. First episode of 2019. <laughs> oh man, thank you, Eddie, for being on. Of course, it was it was always nice as always to have you on. Let them know where they can find you. You guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code. You can also check out my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and other podcast apps. Also, check me out at ngrradio.com or Nurse Gone Rogue Radio on YouTube. Uh, I host multiple shows um, on there with my crew, and we are just having a great time in 2019. Um, and also, check out ngrradio.com for Optional Opinion. I put my blogs there. Um, by the time you guys hear this, uh, episode. I don't know when Joy is going to have it out. Um, I will have my first exclusive uh, optional opinion blog out. It's called "It's Niche to uh, Know You." We're talking about how niche games become well known, or niche companies become well known in video games. So I guess think you guys will enjoy that. It starts January twenty seventh, and it's going on to February second. I think like that's that Friday or that Saturday. Um, so hopefully you guys will be able to tune in and read about that and listen to optional opinion on uh, that discussion. Nice. You had that all laid out. Yes. Yes. Please, nice white people. Food. White people, do not follow what Eddie said if we go around <laughs> saying any word in front of your black friends. I, am I didn't not say it in your black friends. I said in your mind when you see no, something crazy. Don't say it in your mind because we can hear it there too. Wow. Do not go around following Eddie's advice because, like I said, like I've always said, people are allowed to say whatever they want to say. It doesn't matter what they say, but there's consequences for everything you do. And if you mess around and say the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong person, I am not responsible for what they do or say to you. Hey, let it, let them go ahead. If they no, want to listen not. to Eddie, if they want to go and listen to Eddie and end up getting curb stomped. Hey, they, they, that's that's their fault. <laughs> you People need to be say smarter. stuff in their mind, and sometimes that stuff comes out. It'll be a life lesson for them. They have in no teeth. Words, but in other words, nice watch the video in Florida in the Florida McDonald's with the white boy, white man grabbing that black girl, and she being the snot on them. That video is hilarious, nice. but it's so good. And on that note. <laughs> All right, we I guess we're gonna sign it off. Okay, as always, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Skyward King. You can find Delvin at Delvin Drake. underscore Cox. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. You're a mess, man. <laughs> Anything else you got to say? I think that's pretty much it. Okay, with the Drake thing, with him saying it, <laughs> can someone just like mix that with uh, Metal Gear Solid? When they be like snake, snake. Somebody, somebody <laughs> like did. They, they did it with that. They did it with uh, my homeboy. Um, did it with oh. uh, Joy Road. Did it with uh, the raid commercial. Remember the raid commercial with the roaches? They're like raid. They mixed it with that. That oh, must fit so well. Oh, you had to send me the video <laughs> of that. I didn't see it. I'll send it to you right now. Good he Lord. said, but yeah, he. 
Soldier Boy that created created something amazing. Foolishness. Yeah, it's foolishness, but it's amazing. Okay, Joe. Uh, Joey. Mm-hmm. Longest freaking exit ever. But it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. Appreciate you. If you're listening on iTunes, please remember if you actually enjoyed the podcast, you can hit that uh, subscribe or, or follow or whichever it is. And also, if you could please give the podcast a rating, a nice rating, want to slap that on a five or something, I'd really appreciate it because it helps bring attention to the podcast once we get enough of those going. Uh, also, you can follow, um, you can go on Anchor. Um, you can follow the podcast on Anchor. If you're all listening on YouTube, definitely hit that subscribe button and give it a like if you enjoyed it. And uh, that's pretty much it. And we will talk to y'all next time. Peace. Bye, everybody. Delvin, nothing? Drake! Drake! Good, good Lord, man. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hot freaking uh. mess. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>